Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, ahoy, and welcome to Always There, the Howard's Way podcast. I'm Julia Rayside. Thank you for joining me as I navigate through every single episode of the 1980s seafaring soap opera set in the fictional English coastal town of Tarrant. It would be a lonely voyage without you. And joining me this week to discuss Series 1, Episode 11, is the writer and actor, Catherine Jakeways. Hello! Welcome aboard. Thanks. So, Howard's Way. I already know you're a fan of Howard's Way. I am a big fan. Is that fair to say? It would be an understatement to say a big fan because I was a huge fan as a child. Huge. It was a big deal so how old in were my you life when you saw it and why did you love um, it so much what year did it start 84 85 85 so i was nine going on 10 which weirdly is exactly the same age as my daughter is now so i can sort of picture the scene and yeah i i, I probably not the first one to say this but it was it was a show because it was on the bbc my parents who were you know not particularly strict but we we didn't, didn't watch much itv in my yeah, house my parents were both teachers but my dad crucially was a big sailor. Oh, was a big fan of sailing and okay. went sailing. And so sailing was a huge part of my childhood. I never did it. I was never really... I was always a bit really? of a disappointment to my dad. I mean, I did. I went out with him a bit and quite liked it. I was no Lynn Howard, sadly. <laughs> um, but I... Sadly for him and me, actually, considering the yeah. outfit. But, um, <laughs> and the plaits. Yeah, the plaits. She had really good plaits. Really she, quite modern plaits. brilliant, yeah. God, she was styled well. Although in the episode we're about to talk about, not so much. Oh, I'm not sure. I quite really? liked it. Yeah, right, well, you've well, seen more of the... You're probably a bit more of a fay with series one than I am I recently. So. There's one but, outfit I can't wait to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. What I think I know there. the one you mean. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so my dad was very insane. We went all my... Summer holidays as a child until I was 18 were sailing. We, my dad used to go, go, well, Britain, places. My dad was but on the south coast. I'm trying to, I'm trying well, to, well, lots of places. The Hamble Estuary. Uh, we d- well, I had a, uh, another thing that you and I have in common is that I had relatives on the Isle of Wight. So we ah. used to go to the Isle of Wight a lot, but actually that was less for sailing. But my dad was, um, used to sail a boat called an Osprey, which was like a sort of oh, two man right, yeah. trapeze boat. So much smaller than the sort of Hasway boats, but he was quite into thinking that he. Wow knew about boats so despite living in the middle of Northamptonshire where we, you can hardly be further from the sea we yeah. used to go or he used to go and me and my 
poor mum had to hang around with him, sitting in the car with the dog, having oh, to go no. to the clubhouse. But clubhouses and chandleries and all that kind of thing were absolutely <laughs> so. This is your my meat, world. Meat and drink. But, yeah. Yes, but in a much, a much inferior way, a far inferior way, because it was you know there was no shoulder pads or big boats. My dad was very in a like Tom had. My dad would have been very. And still would be very disapproving of sort of gym palaces, as he would call them, and the gym sort of palaces. yeah, the Ken Masters type speedboat. Yeah, was absolutely not the thing. He oh, was no, very much right. a wooden properly set so, role. Yeah, well, he wanted to be. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of that, and so we did. So sailing was big deal, and so when Howard's Way was going to be on, it was thrilling for the whole family because yeah. I didn't really watch Dallas or Dynasty or any of those things. I, wasn't, I mean, I watched them at other people's houses, but. Yeah. Howard's Way was something that we were all going to watch together. And it was yeah. huge. We watched all of it, the whole six series, whatever so it was. So did your dad enjoy watching it or did he enjoy finding fault? It'd with be interesting the to ask him stuff. now, actually. But they had still. like a proper sailing advisor. All the sailing stuff was Oh, it was all properly. good. Yeah. yeah. And he loved all the shots of the boats and stuff and the, you know, the cleats and the, you know, <laughs> oh, all that. So this episode, we're building towards the climax of series sure. one. Things are getting dramatic on all fronts. My God, are they? And, yeah. and actually the pace of the episodes by this end of the series is really quite, it's like machine gun. There's a fast. lot happening. There are a lot of different plot lines and they're firing out little bits of, of plot at you in every scene. There's not really a lot of time to catch your breath. But we join uh, the story in this episode with Jack, who is having a row with his solicitor about this Shellet character... Yeah, who they're very to keen to say his name as much as possible. Yes, to remind to you, remind who, he you is. who he is. Yeah, and I didn't know who he was because I hadn't. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't really remember him. He was sort of vaguely familiar. Is he Jack's brother-in-law, which he we is. later yeah. discover? But in the first couple of scenes, he's just some sort of shady guy who it feels like Gerald Urquhart is keeping in a <laughs> in a bunker, Fritzl style. <laughs> he literally is. Well, he's keeping him in um, a hotel room. Yeah, yeah. And he comes in like the house. child catcher, doesn't he? And is really quite sinister. <laughs> He's very sinister. In that scene with Polly. Yeah. It's a very odd performance. And they always, he always has the sort of Russian, sort of ballet like Yeah, like he gets his own. Music. Yeah. Like, very strange. He gets his own intro music. Is he in it a lot then? Has he been in this, prior to this episode, has he been in it quite a lot? Yes. He's just a character for series, pretty much series one only. Right. I guess. Okay. The, I think it's all resolved at the beginning of series two, possibly, but quite quickly. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's serving a, a purpose, isn't he? He's a looming threat. Yeah. He's just he's just there to make everyone feel like is that guy staring at me? He's yeah. really weird. It's a hell of a performance. But like I, I've said this before, I think he might be in a different show, <laughs> one that requires a lot more sort of avant-garde, sort of like grabbing. I for quite appreciated but, it actually. Oh, no, and I actually, I tell you what, I thought it, I, I historically remembered that Polly and Gerald Urquhart weren't the best. Uh, <laughs> actors but actually I thought they were really quite good in this I quite like Polly I, I she got some really fault. good lines and she delivered them really well actually oh yeah there's a lot going on in Polly's eyes I think I'd be Polly in the reboot Do although so? I'd have to lose about 18 stone because she is so she's well, they used to say rail thin rake thin oh, yeah she's very very slim she's basically a gay man in this and she has a hell of a time yeah, to, right, just delivering yeah. sort of put downs and raising her eyebrows and yeah. flirting outrageously so we briefly see Jack he's arguing with his solicitor he can't believe that some guy from 25 years ago is now coming back mm. and trying to steal his boatyard from under him and then we cut to yeah the aforementioned Shellett he's lurking outside Polly and Gerald's house the way she tells Gerald that Shellett's at the door, yeah, she says, that down as well. what does she say? Would you come this way, please? My husband's in here. <laughs> and it's completely sort of Acon Antiques, you know, the um, Miss the- Babs. Gainsborough's Blue Boy. Yes, I think we have one in Mauve. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely that. It's really- All her lines are that though, aren't they? <laughs> it's 
she says. But she nails them, I think. Darling, like I said, I had a memory that she wasn't that great, but she's really No, no, no. She's, she, her timing is perfect. Yeah. I know she actually says to Gerald, darling, there's a sort of person. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> darling, there's a sort of um person to see you. Yeah, that's just right. like, you know, he can hear you. He's just outside Yeah, the door. sort of um person. So, um, <laughs> and then Gerald says, can we get some coffee? And she went, I expect so. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and again, beautifully delivered. Yeah. She's very dry. She's very droll is Polly. She goes off uh, slightly haughtily to get them coffee. And Shellett is like the shiftiest man on earth. He looks yeah. like he's always look, looks like he's just stolen something from someone. Oh, he's awful. He's like a murderer. Yeah, and, and, he is like a murderer. And he says his name all the time to remind us who he is. <laughs> does he talk about himself in the third person? He goes, what's in it for Dick Shellett? Oh, that's he does. Yeah. That's the first time you've heard his first name is Dick, which actually <laughs> I found quite funny. What's in it for Dick Shellett? And you think, who's this Dick? Who's this Dick that's just arrived? Oh, it's you. But he's prone to kind of sudden outbursts of temper. Again, with this very elemental performance that yeah. the actor's doing. He says that he's not happy about being shut up in the hotel room, but they've asked him to stay. That's here. right. Jack can't find him. But he does say, at mention of Jack, um, I'll stay out of that bastard's way. And again, it's a bastard. bit of language, isn't there? This, this is early in the episode. This is before eight o'clock. Oh, really? So it is after seven, but that's the watershed's not for Gosh. another hour and 15 minutes. You'd never get away with that now. I mean, Jack Rolfe is bloody this, bloody that the whole way through, isn't he? He is. Well, this episode's got the rudest thing I've ever seen in it. We'll get on to that in a minute. I couldn't. Oh, my God. Quite a surprise, wasn't it? Absolutely have to have a lie down (laughs) when you see that. Yeah, we'll get (laughs) there. We'll get there. Hang on a minute. We're British. Whoa. (laughs) So, Shellett gets cross when Gerald tells him that he has to stay indoors. Yeah. And he gets the money that Gerald's just given him. Was it £500 in expenses? I think so. And slaps the money on the table. And says, bloody hell, man. And Gerald says, steady on. Steady on. He's good as well, isn't he, Gerald? Oh, Are we allowed God, to do spoilers him. about what happens later with Gerald? Well, I mean, light spoilers. The lavender marriage has been explained. Oh, has it? Oh, that's so come Polly out. Polly has okay, explained it. Anyway, Gerald goes on to explain that the plan is, in case we weren't aware, Charles Freer is funding Shellett's legal claim on the boatyard because he wants to then buy it from Shellett yeah. for a quarter of a mil and send him back off to New Guinea or wherever he's from. You're very on top of the business you have side to be. of things. It's the 80s, things move pretty fast. I mean, I know it's very important to the characters, but I really do think that not only as a nine-year-old, but as a 42-year-old, that has washed over me. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it for the shoulder pads and the... That's fine. And don't, the snogging. Don't worry, you'll put yeah. your little head about Thank the business. You. <laughs> then there's that really weird moment where... It's clearly time for Shellett to go. And he just says, mind if I stay and chat a bit? Yes, mind if I come and, and, everyone's and menace your wife slightly by standing creepy. too close to her. But Polly obviously is bored out of her wits. So she's looking for any sordid tidbits she can get from him. So she's trying to encourage him to talk about the prostitutes he sees when he's back in yes, his, his homeland. Right. And, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's all a bit uncomfortable. Which he's quite keen to tell her about, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's very open about his use of prostitutes and the fact that they're, well, he uses unflattering And again, pre-watershed. For, yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously, this would have sailed clean over my head at yeah. 10 years old. But mainly did over my watching now. it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. I don't know what he was talking no, about. Neither, but something, something about sexy. a geisha. Yeah. Very rude. Yeah. But yeah, so Polly tries to uh, get some more details out of him. We leave them there. And then we're back to Jack briefly with his solicitor again, who's just sort of on the other side of it, just basically telling him. In case we weren't aware why he has to go through the court case, because otherwise he'll lose his business. Yes. He'll lose everything. Yeah, they cut between those two scenes quite oddly, don't they? In a way that it's quite interesting to see the sort of different way that television is made now. Because not yeah. only are some of the scenes a lot longer than they would let them go now. Yeah. And a bit slower. But the way they sort of cut back, you would normally go straight to a B plot yes. on the third scene. Yes. But they go back to that to get a bit more Jack, just yes. to be on the safe side. Exactly. And sometimes you think it's not necessary. Sometimes it actually really helps. But yeah. in this instance, I think it's just to hammer home the point that Jack, obviously his character character would just be like oh let's just forget this let's yeah. not bother but he has to contest this because his business is really under threat and yeah like, it's his bloody boatyard and talking of the boatyard 
Uh, then we go to the boatyard. Avril and Jack are there. Oh, Avril with her massively shiny decolletage. I know. Some kind of robot. Shimmer powder on there. Definitely, something. that yeah. makeup lady was in like a shot. <laughs> there's there's product. Yeah, and a kind of very nice jade blouse. Yeah, 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 Quite yeah. A bold colour. And Tom was wearing a pilot shirt. Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, one of those sort of with the breast pockets. Because he used quite... to design planes, didn't he? Yeah, so exactly. He was, it, it was a nod to his aviator you past. Yeah, 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 definitely. What, did you ever have the Hotsford Tom, even as a young person? Do you know, not really. I do now. I do now. Yes. <laughs> Tiny bit cross-eyed, if we're allowed to say that. But, you know, <laughs> hey, I definitely do squint, now. That's no bad He's thing. tall and he's broad. Yeah. And he's absolutely someone who a 42 I would go for. As a child, we will come to my oh. absolute lust for Ken Masters, oh, which I is... I can't wait. I, this I mean, is such a good episode Absolutely, you. you know, held fast <laughs> over the decades. But no, I did totally get the Tom thing now. Yeah. Seeing him now, I don't think as a, as a child I quite got that. He wasn't and the bad Sort boy of family week. man, wasn't he? Exactly. So I don't think you were really ever encouraged that he would be the one that you were supposed to no. be lusting after. Are you, but no, you can see it now. And actually... Avril, the way that Avril looks at him at the end of that scene. Oh, I know. It's pure love. Yeah. Find someone who looks at you the way that Avril looks at Tom in a pilot shirt. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we should all be. You're a good man, Tom Amy Howard. Ford. Oh, God. <laughs> but he's a bit too good, isn't he? I mean, he, he is. is a good man. And now you think, yeah, of course we want that good man. I mean... But he's cheating on his wife. I mean, yeah. he's still married and he's knocking off yeah, the Yeah, he's not as good as he thinks no, as Lynn is side. discovering in this episode, isn't she? Well, yes, it's kind Daddy. Of, it's we'll awful. get there as well. It? Yeah. It's so awful. Um, anyway, so in this scene, we established that Tom is trying to push the boatyard into the future. Yes, and Jack of course. Is clinging to the oh, past. absolutely. Wooden boats, fiberglass boats, which is yeah. going to win. But in a concession to his partner, Tom has decided that the prototype for for sort of sale on the mass market, he's going to make it out of wood as a kind of nod ah, to tradition. To Jack Rolfe. Yeah, exactly. And to the roots um, of the boatyard, which is why Avril looks at him the way she does. Cause it's like you're doing this. So to is my the barracuda dad, wooden? So the Barracuda doesn't when turn that out to be wooden, but the prototype, I think, that, oh, I think okay. he makes this, now the technicality of this, someone's going to need to help me on. Yeah, my dad would. The, well, can we'll we bring do, him. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. But the framework, I think they're making that in, and they give it a technical name and I forgot what it is now. The frame of it is all carefully hand-carved wood. And then I think the outer shell is where the... You get that lovely goes. scene, don't you? The sort of boat porn scene when, oh they're, God, when it's upside down. Scene. And they're, yeah, it's quite nice that they include that because, again, you'd never get that now. No. There'd just be that detail. And actually, it's really... It's sort of nice lovely, to, isn't nice it? It's quite T-Birds doing their car in the yeah. in the um, <laughs> garage and Pimping just the people ride. are completely taking pride well, in it. Well, actually, that's the scene that comes next. And it, Simon May again, just <laughs> some of his decisions. I'm just like, what, what was I thinking here? <laughs> but it's kind of charming. There's like almost like an Elizabethan harpsichord music with the oh. flute playing over the top. Over the kind of, yeah, boat building. As a yeah. kind of, this is tradition. Yeah, this is the past. look at this. It's like a um, yeah, and they're all like village. rough yeah. hewing a wooden <laughs> frame and like sticking down panels and yeah i was like you i was really enjoying just yeah. watching men build boats absolutely oh, yeah planing sanding it was hot stuff and then <laughs> as if we weren't whipped up enough Catherine, you oh. only had to wait nine minutes and 36 seconds to see <sighs> you know who <laughs> Stephen yardley he's i mean do you agree i mean i can totally see it as an older person now but not like, at the time as a kid I, he just he didn't have any impact on me at all but i had my first crush at that age was probably on dr david owen so i don't i have no excuse <laughs> Um, but just, maybe his eyebrows weren't bushy enough for me. something about him. And he's absolutely, <laughs> he's still got it. As a child, I think he was just, he, I felt like he was being put out there as the absolute epitome of a sexy man. Yeah. Which yeah. he sort of was, I suppose, yeah. with his sort of, and he's, he is, he's very lithe and he's, he's tall. And he's, 
He's, yeah, he's confident. He don't think he actually does wear a medallion, does he? Although I think that comes. And it's the sort of lemon... Yeah. There's, no, there's a lot of polo, polo necks and yeah. cream he has leather a sort of He has and... a sort of leather effect, lemon blouson <laughs> jacket in this episode, which is something else. And I hope he got to keep some of those costumes. I think they had the option to buy at the end of the series if it was like a nice design. Of course piece. they did. Yeah, yeah. Of course he took some I'm of those sure home with him. I'm not sure if Stephen and Ken both wore the same clothes. I'm, I don't know. Well, that's a sad thought that he yeah. was not going home in those outfits because but I bet he'd still look good and actually he respects Jan mm-hmm. I mean he's you know we'll come to the scenes that Key that scenes. follow yeah but the he um, more than respects her Catherine, he we'll more than respects yeah. her my god I think that as a child and I was quite young and like yeah, when I think yeah. about the fact that it's the same age as my daughter is now and as far as I know she's not having those sort of <laughs> stirrings to be well, on the telly who would be the equivalent now oh god, I have no idea I mean it would be all though? Harry Cold Styles up. or I know she wouldn't he's, watch that because well. these days Kids don't watch those sort of grown-up programs with no. you because they have their own programs. You don't just sit down and watch your mum and dad's program. No. Don't have any kids' programs. Apparently um, Harry Styles is doing a sitcom. No, he's not actually doing it, though, is he? <laughs> no, I think, I think it's a bit of a bullshit thing. He's executive producing a sitcom, which oh apparently God. is based on his life when he first joined One Direction. I don't know why this is even happening. How hard is it to get a sitcom made? Well, that would Let's be something crossed. that would make both my daughter and myself excited. But, but it's something he's not going to be in it, though. When you hear the plot, he sounds really annoying. But apparently he moved in with a friend into their attic room when he first started band. The actual Harry Styles did. The real one. He said, yeah, of course you can stay for a couple of weeks, mate. No problem. He stayed for 20 months. <gasps> now, I don't know if that would please me that much. <laughs> and that's like, what the sitcom's about. Yeah, apparently. Anyway, we're, we're getting sidetracked here. Ken, let's talk about Ken. Ken. So he's talking to Gerald about business and he is obviously talking about business. He's wearing a business suit. He actually does look really good in a business suit. I think it's just his real... I'm trying to actually pinpoint. I'm just sitting here actually just thinking about... I'm not really listening to what you're saying. That's fine. Ken, uh, Ken, 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 I'm Ken. trying Ken, to Ken, pinpoint Ken, what Ken. it was about him. And he was, it was his relaxed attitude. I suppose he was different from anyone else that I knew yeah. at the time. And probably still know. I feel like he's a one of a kind. And yeah. he's always been. I think I've spent my life trying to find... <gasps> My Ken Masters. <laughs> and my we've already lovely had your husband, husband Nick, who's pod- already been on here. <laughs> yeah. The world's most excitable mum when he was on here because he loves Howard's way. Well, he has to. He's too. got no choice if he wants to stay married. Yeah, to but he, I mean, he's not that similar to Ken, but he's, I mean, I suppose he, <laughs> he has a sort of like- over. He really doesn't look like Ken. Maybe my second husband will. <laughs> Maybe it's something to aim at. But I think it's, I was also thinking that he reminds me a little bit of... Um, Peter Egan in Ever Decreasing Circles. Oh, my mum was nuts about well, him. Well, so was I, and so was everyone's yeah, mum. Yeah, because yeah. he was, it was a similar sort of attitude. And wasn't well, it? It was an just, ease just, and a kind just of Just an ease with himself. Yeah. And just, and I suppose in Ever Decreasing Circles, he's the, he's brought in as the opposite of Martin. And in this, Completely. he's the opposite of, of Tom Haddle. Although yeah. Tom's quite relaxed, actually, isn't he? So I suppose he's yeah. not. But Ken Masters is just supposed to be every woman's dream. And I guess that some people don't go for that, but evidently i do do. and i wasn't prepared for my reaction to him when i saw him again today but it was absolutely still 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 the same he's still got it i happen to know his wife his real life wife jan in the show how lovely has listened to this podcast and they seem very well she's a lucky woman and you can tell in this episode (laughs) i mean i would be very interested Mm -mm. probably off mic to discuss with them Mm. where that chemistry started but it's Oh, it's absolutely so there, rampant it? in this yeah know, it's, it's all working for both of them it's kind and of good amazing. on them uh, i really like the fact he's got a huge ship's wheel on the wall of his office yes. in the background yeah yeah yeah. that always pleases me greatly yeah um, it's like a pub with the, the pub in the town where i grew up was called the ship ah oh, there's the, always one it was always the pub that we went and got drunk in pre actually being allowed to go and get drunk oh, okay and so they the had a lot in. of nautical 
sort of stuff on the walls. So I feel quite at home in that. That's lovely. I'm trying to make my office nautical now. I'm just like buying loads of nautical Nauts. shit. Yes, and putting it all over the wall. Are you going to get a smock? <laughs> I think so. Maybe like a pipe, yeah. pipe and a sailor's hat. Yeah, no, I've got. I want. I really want a porthole for my office door. Oh wow! And um, I've got like a, a ship's wheel, not as right. big as Ken Masters, but you know, the thought was there. That's enormous. That's a, from a big old a ship. A seagull. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. No, I'm just I a real I'm one. A little bit. Did you get a pet seagull. No, in a cage. I could get a stuffed one, couldn't I? No, I've just got like, yeah. a porcelain one. Hang okay. On oh, brilliant. Anyway, then we return. Anyway, let's to get to Can. Before we get to Can, oh, okay. Jan isn't in Can. Still yet. not there yet. Jan yeah. and Ken in Can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not saying that <laughs> yeah. over and over. Jan's getting a tan with Ken in yeah. Can. <laughs> <laughs> so Jan is pre-flight at the moment, and she. Is, oh yes, of course. She's jittery about her flight. She's sulking in mushrooms. Of course, she so often is. <laughs> mushroom is a big that's the title of her autobiography <laughs> yeah yeah i think so she's looking a bit put out and is this before lynn's about to go out for her date so lynn yeah, comes in to show off her now this is the outfit that just left yeah. me baffled unbelievable proper so silk curtains yeah. well there's a lot of material i mean you could house a family in the amount of material that's used yeah and that's true in a few of them actually avril has one later where it's huge they're very blues I mean, on 20 sizes too big for them yeah. but i yeah. guess that was the the day the fashion um but not, it's not in Northamptonshire, it wasn't. I don't no. think. No. Bat <laughs> I wings. I, I had a bat wing jumper. I had a bat wing jumper. Oh, yeah. My yeah. mum was quite big on the bat wing <laughs> and also reversible, but I don't think. Oh, reversible yeah, fashion. Reversible. Well, you, there used to be those um, <laughs> sort of puffy jumpers where oh, on one side there was like a big picture of Mickey Mouse or Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and then you turned it inside out and on the other side there were lots of little pictures of Mickey the Mouse or Winnie the yes, Pooh. Yes, I remember those. Yeah. I didn't have one but I remember friends. No. More sort of cosmopolitan friends had them. <laughs> <laughs> like Lynn. I bet she was forever in a <laughs> puffy Winnie the Pooh reversible yeah. jumper. No, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, but so Lynn's showing off this outfit that she's chosen she looks to amazing. be seduced in. Yeah. It's just a bit odd. She, well, she, you know, she's giving him a lot of work to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's going to take them four the hours net, to undo. Like, the static yeah. involved you're trying yeah. to get near that yeah don't Just go near that, that synthetic fabric so but anyway sale. she's in her fire hazard getting ready for a night out yeah. um pleated skirt as well and her hair is all a froth I well push. i think her hair changes because when she's waiting to go out she's got some kind of yeah. ripple effect on the fringe which obviously is high <laughs> yeah hair's down but she's done the yeah. absolute back and it's quite sort of zhuzhy and yeah. frothy and then i think by the time she gets to the boat that ripple effect i mean i may be wrong I Do you feel think like it's like a waves in her hair to issue. echo the sea? Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 and the I suppose the plaques that she always has echo the ropes. <laughs> They do. They've really thought it through. <laughs> you could actually use bits of her hair to like control a boat. Um, anyway, and then she asks her mum, not too much. Yeah. <laughs> like fabric. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they're interrupted by the doorbell, just as Jan's deciding whether or not she ought to travel in the cream. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Which is a lovely, yeah, a little, like a little, I wish I had a cream to travel in. I know. Just a travelling cream. Actually, that's the worst colour to travel in, isn't it? Surely. Yeah. You just every, time, on your lap. every time Lynn comes in a room, I was watching it with Nick earlier. Every time Lynn comes to the room, we go, ooh! <laughs> Just at every outfit. It's a bit like when you watch the Golden Girls now. Yes. Which yeah, I always yeah. do. You want to applaud every and outfit. Every time someone comes in, ooh! There's got to be a conversation about that outfit. <laughs> but that's sort of... 90% of it, isn't it? Yeah, but then Ken yeah. arrives just to mix things up for Sartorially. Yeah. He arrives in his lemon... Yeah, that's leather the bom- leather effect. Bomberette jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got these massive sort of croissants, really nasty croissants <laughs> in the corner of the room. Really <laughs> hideous. It's always very floral in um, yeah. that front room. Someone's always yeah. sent one of the women in the, ha- the Howard household 
uh, some kind of uh, blooms. Or the, yes. the, the little ship's yes, clock chiming in the corner. Let's pretend it's a ship's clock. Rather nice. So obviously uh, someone has come into a room so they have to be offered a drink. That's just what happens Good. in every room in Howard's Way. And in my house, I, um, if I have anything to do with it. Yeah, I'm no, all for that. Quite so. Yeah. We're sitting here with gin. It's delightful. Yeah. He queries whiskey. She says, fine. Yeah. I love that as a response to a query. Fine. Fine. It's quite a, yeah. very, it's a very 80s, very just about now of this class thing. Well, I, now I like if you said fine, it would be, oh, fine. No, it sounds a little bit, but just, yeah, I, put out. Yeah, you'd be a bit annoyed by it, but actually it's fine. Yeah. You can see there's something playing on his mind. And obviously he's about to wave off the woman he has feelings for, let's face it, yeah. to see, as he puts it, her froggy dressmaker. <laughs> yes, of course, Claude Dupont. Claude Dupont. Claude Dupont, who yeah. I found myself remembering, actually. So he must have been in it yeah. for more than just a couple of episodes, oh, wasn't he? he has a whole other He arc. was quite in it, yeah. We're not even there yet. Series two. Ooh, yeah. Well. He looks a bit like Morton Harkett. He's really handsome. Yeah, he is. And actually, no, he's not as handsome as Morton Harkett, let's face well, it. Well, no, I suppose. He's not as angular. He's a very handsome he's in man. That, he's in that If you were bracket. Ken, you'd be worried. Yeah. Because he's not only handsome, he's Does something French. happen with that? Oh, I don't want to get... Give it oh, away, no, 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 no. This, no. Is, this is the red herring. I can't, I can't oh, okay. go any okay, further into this, but something happens. But not I met Morton Harkett Did when you? we were doing um, Armstrong and Miller. Oh. And there was one sketch, which was... It was a song called Farmer's Market. Oh, yeah. Which actually I think Xander wrote. Oh. And we, uh, we had... S- it was like the best day of my life because I am famously not a singer, as will become apparent later, or wait. a dancer. But we had to do this sort of proper, like, 1950s musical number to this song called Farmer's Market. And one of the lines in it was, it, it went, Market, the Farmer's Market. It rhymes with... I'm no more a farmer than Morton Harkett, <laughs> which was one of the lines of it. And as a really? joke, we were like, in rehearsal, wouldn't it be amazing if we could get him? And then somebody got in touch with him and he came and did it. No. And he came for the day. And we had this day, it was Easter Sunday, probably about six, seven years ago, what where we were day. in like a car park and it was raining in the middle of Emma Hempstead or somewhere. And the car turned up and suddenly Morton Harkett went, it was unbelievable. And the, What did you the, do? Well, the car park suddenly just became filled with women of a certain age. <laughs> most of whom we'd never seen before, who just had showed up for the day like Ben and Zana's wives Ben and Zana's wives both showed up on set and they'd never been there before <laughs> as far as I remember and they were, everybody was just suddenly there and he was everyone so lovely best? absolutely yeah, well yeah. I didn't actually I was wearing a flat cap <laughs> um, and hay bales and stuff but it was um, he was it was charming I mean so it was, he was brief lovely and charming. but yeah obviously we all got photos with him so that was all we needed oh, that's amazing yeah. why haven't you got that blown up on one of the walls of your I, well, house well you haven't seen all the rooms okay I've got a whole room downstairs with him and, <laughs> and Aha and Ken Master's room I would like to see that Ken Mahasters. <laughs> <laughs> They're two quite different types, but you can they are actually. That's the horn yeah. Anyway, they have a brief chat, Jan and Ken, and he's Lynn is clearly a bit uncomfortable around him. She's getting ready for her date with Charles. She does her enunciation of every word. She Lynn, does. She? She's, she's quite yes, so clear what she very means. Very much so. Yes. By that. Yes. He says a lot of uneasy, dirty old uncle things like, don't do anything I want to do. I know, do. who's like, the lucky man? Yeah, clearly just Ken, yeah. stop talking. Yeah. Back he, away, He Ken. doesn't know when to... Everyone's like away. that with Lynn, though. She can't come into a room without people... I know. ...commenting on just her. Just going, hello. Like that scene later when she's the bar, in the bar and she's serving that guy and she goes, you're, you're whiskey <laughs> commander or something like that, doesn't she? And then he has to have three lines of perving over her. <laughs> Constant. that job every day to Poor be Lynn. upon yeah. by by mariners yeah anyway. <laughs> that'd be your ideal job wealthy and that's absolutely. what you're like in that knot shop in Covent Garden oh, I'm telling you um Jan mentions to Ken because he's getting a bit cocky about his business dealings with Charles Freer Jan says he's a big fish Ken yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> there's absolutely a look I think this is the moment when they're shagging in real life do you think I, so? yeah oh. I do and I apologize if that's <laughs> you know if politically 
that doesn't work well with any previous They're relationships they may have been in, it, but there was they? definitely a, a look between them there. Yeah. Well, talking about sparks, this is a very romantic episode. There's a lot of everyone is having yeah. romantic tension with yeah. everyone else. Uh, we then cut to the marina where Charles is pouring Lynn. Charles is just pouring Lynn. He's pouring P A W. Yeah. Yeah. He's very. He does actually keep a very respectful distance. But he's clearly just waiting for his moment to pass. Now, Charles Free, if we can just continue the theme of discussing the men in Hounslow, which feels a bit uncomfortable. And maybe if we were two men discussing all the women in Hounslow, it wouldn't be quite so okay. Well, we're we're redressing the balance. Is that true? Are we allowed to? Anyway, we are. Yeah, go on. Um, He was almost too handsome, Charles Free. Yeah, he's very pretty. I mean, I was always very aware that he was you know, sort of sex symbol. But I don't yeah. think... I mean, he was unattainable, wasn't he? Completely. Oh, no, he was like a, a model... He's uh, like he'd been shipped in from a... Yeah, from another planet. He's someone he was who so stands handsome. on outcrops and points at things. Yeah, he doesn't, you know, exactly. In, in a nice outfit. Yeah, doesn't yeah. Doesn't walk into a room that you're in. Oh, he would, you'd never... No, he'd never turn up at the ship in Oundle, i tell you that. No, in Oundle. In Oundle, where I lived. No, whereas Ken Masters might almost... Do you think? Yeah. Do you think he could he could assimilate in any situation? I think he'd, he'd have been all right there. Charles yeah. belongs on a yacht the bar. or a jet. Yes, exactly. Or the back of a yeah, horse. where the likes of Lynn might be able to get bored, but not Although us. It's not a yacht. It's more of a mobile pied de terre. He tells Lynn. Oh, he's only he's like, "Do you live on this that. yacht?" He's like, yeah. "No." <laughs> <And> he <laughs> well, explains. later you see his actual house, don't you? In future episodes, yes. and he has some massive pile. Yeah, he? he's house hunting in the area. Yeah. Yeah. When, when Charles says house hunting, he means he's hunting for a mansion. Yeah, that's big enough to contain his ego. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he's asking Lynn quite a lot of questions about her family. I suppose he wants to seem to need to get to know her before he jumps her bones <laughs> yeah um, yeah anyway, I've got any family what keeps, do you want to eat right yeah, now let's his, go to the bedroom his kind of flirtation technique I mean obviously it's business as well because he's, try, he's trying to acquire the boatyard that her father yes of Tom yeah. so he's trying to combine business and pleasure because yeah. that's the kind of dirty dog that he is but he does ask her a lot of questions about her family and she's trying to play it cool and appear to be an impenetrable fortress, but she she puts up no fight whatsoever. No. And she just wants to seem to fair play. Before to she her. goes, woohoo! Yeah, let's yeah, go, come on, then, let's go down. Yeah, but it's she very does soft focus lens, isn't it? Oh, and it's very soft focus. There's champagne in the foreground. Yeah, they actually have caviar, don't they? They do. He it's, says something it's... about the power to act and the power to choose or oh, something. Oh, I know. That's, yeah, that's quite horny. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> it is quite horny. He looks her right in the eye. Yeah, but she also lets slip that her family has broken up because her dad's left. And yes, there is a woman involved. And oh, it's yes, Avril. of course it's Avril. And Charles controls his reaction beautifully. Yes. But that's the former love of his life. And oh, I'd he, forgotten that. I know that they go on to have... Romance. No, no, no. She, oh, she's Avril an ex comes of back his. to Tarrant because she has been disappointed in love by Charles. She was going to marry Charles and then he pissed off to America and married someone else. Oh, no. We, we are told. Oh, so Avril she was very upset. Shiny chest I know exactly well yeah. I mean I, she's a smart woman and she did the right thing in leaving him I think but you know like you said she might not be done with that yet so anyway the, the two lovebirds are eating uh, caviar Samantha the assistant who's always there oh god in a massive shapeless there. frock poor <laughs> Samantha no one's allowed to be sexy you around Lynn you can't out Lynn Lynn no, no she no, just no, no. absolutely she, yeah she comes in Samantha. and tells them that dinner is served. that would be the sort of part that I would get <laughs> they, they start, oh no nonsense they start stuff I'd be happy together <laughs> Not, not choosing. Well, the Howard Bay reboot, we feel like this is coming. It's just, it's only mm. a matter of time. It's on the breeze. Yes, please. So um, we, we are going to, before the end of I'll this, we're going to earmark you. If I can't have Polly, I'll be <laughs> I, th- I think Polly. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think yeah. you could do Polly. Yeah. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Charles's seduction technique is super cheesy. Oh my God, I know, but super cheesy. I quite liked it. Did you? I mean, this <laughs> yeah, is what I learn of. about myself. Because you want to say, oh God, what's the matter with him? And actually you go, yeah. oh, Charles, <laughs> yeah, Freya or Freya, whatever you know. I think they maybe pronounce it two different ways in the course of the episode. More, more than two in the course of the, this first series yeah. as well. Everyone has a No one's quite established Freya, it, have Freya, they? Freya, Yeah, Freya. nobody's quite no, decided. No, no, no. But then he says to her, I want to make love to you. <laughs> And she it's made says, me go all giggly. I know. And she says, and they're really staring at each other over I the know. caviar. It's a bit like the Some Like It Hot scene with the caviar on the yacht. Yep. No, body talks like that. <laughs> and, but they don't say that. So he says, I want to make love to you. And she says, I was wondering when we'd come to that. <laughs> and then he says, don't you think we have come to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. While taking her hand and leading her into a kiss it's a hot. quite sort of it's a, hot yeah no it is really hot they're kissing slightly awkward but obviously yeah I thought that time, actually I thought that Tracy I thought they kiss and Tony Ann Holt were also finding chemistry because they went on to get married now I said that to Nick that I thought I remembered that was the case did they they went on to get married yeah they did I yeah. thought I'd remembered that did mm. they but then and then he died didn't he which was yeah, tragic because no, he was very absolutely young absolutely awful there's been a couple of very tragically young deaths in this oh, cast terrible. actually. terrible. We won't get bogged down there. No. It just makes me sad. Let's talk about the kissing. So they, they kiss in a, you know, not the most passionate kiss, but then immediately just go downstairs. Yeah, It's exactly. just like one slightly chased kiss and down the steps and, they go. And there's kind of a little dance they do as they cross the deck to the top of the stairs. But she ends up going down the stairs first and kind of turning back as if to say... Are you coming? Yes. Yeah, so, so I suppose nice, it's a sort you know. of, yeah, she's getting to be in, to con- in control. He's not just leading her. Yeah. She's try- She's always fighting for control a bit, but ultimately just yeah. wants him to take her. To yeah. Him. Just let's go. Yeah. Do it to her. Yeah. She like doesn't stay the night though, does is. she? Because no, she has to come right. back because she's supposed to be taking John to the airport. Yeah. They mentioned later in the episode that she left just after dawn. Yeah. Mm, who's dawn? Who's no, I'm dawn? kidding. Um, he, he also does say just before he throws her into his Belodex <laughs> lair, um, you're young. You're beautiful and you have great charm. <laughs> charm, is that what they're calling them now? Yeah. Anyway, we leave them to do goodness knows what mm. below decks. And we cut back to Jack, who's being visited by Kate. And he pulls her a brand. He doesn't have one himself because she's trying yes, to get him right. to stay on the and wagon. And he says, you trying to catch me out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love your Jack impression. I wish yeah. everyone could see your face. <laughs> and he does mention, it's a very brief scene, but he mentions that he hasn't yet told Tom, his business partner, that his investment is now at massive risk. Yes, that's the, right. But they're never really business partners in that no, sense, are they? They're no. always but obviously, fighting their own fight, really. Yeah, so that's a, a great concern to Kate because mm. that's her... Even her though, son-in-law. Yeah, even though he's 
technically soon not to be her son-in-law because yeah. Jan and uh, Tom are getting a divorce. Yes, but still, she still cares about she's him. She's still made a lot of casseroles at his A lot kitchen. of Chinese yeah. banquets. Uh, Chinese well, banquets, yeah, Hong absolutely. So we, if um, I know Kate, if I know Dulcie, <laughs> she'll have whipped up a fair few pavlovas. Actually, we've skipped ahead in the seduction oh, scene because no. then they do break these scenes up a bit, but Lynn and Charles, she does say this brilliant line, which I just think, yeah, you've made that pretty obvious, love. She drains her brandy glass. This is just before the moment yeah. of ultimate seduction uh, and, and the line that you so loved. And she says, for the first time in my life, I'm beginning to see the attraction of being stinking rich. Yeah, not for the first time <laughs> in your life. No, I don't think so. Not, not really. I mean, she works in a yacht club surrounded by millionaires. I'm guessing she's probably she's seen spotted it before. They're having a better time than she yeah. is cleaning up. Also, it's not like they're exactly paupers, is it? They've got a massive mm. house and a boat and a they had a yacht and a yeah. load of money and yeah, no, clothes and shoulder pads. Poverty is that they had to sell the yacht they had because to sell times the are yacht. getting tough. Oh, Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah, so it's all it's all very seductive. In that um, the Jack and Kate scene, there's a brilliant line which actually when we were watching it earlier, we had to rewind about three times because she says, "I thought a minge was more likely." It sounds, it sounds exactly <laughs> like she says, "I thought a minge was more likely." <laughs> And we were going, what? I'm sure she said that. We had to rewind it. I thought a binge, and it turns out a binge was more likely. I thought a binge was more likely. <laughs> but that but lovely really, clipped way yeah, she has such a brilliant sort of over her lines. Yeah, she's great, isn't she? Oh, just I brilliant hair her. as well. Always, she's yeah. Anyway, um, we briefly then see Jack. He's uh, it's late at night, and he's phoning around the local hotels in the Yellow Pages, foolishly trying yes. to find out where she's. Sort of funny staying. to even see Yellow Pages now. I know. Do you know? Don't you still get one delivered? But it's increasingly thin now. It's like a very, very or a Thompson. I don't know if you do, I think you just get Thompson. You don't yeah. get the Yellow Pages. And do like, you? They're still going. Yellow pages like America. Yellow pages. Look it up in the yellow pages. Isn't that from Greece? That's my second Greece reference of the day. Why do you look it up in the yellow pages? You're obsessed. No, no, no. Yeah, I think uh, it's like the last Japanese soldier still fighting the war. And they keep yes. on like, Thompson directory? No, I've, I've got the internet, thanks. I'll be yeah. fine. So Jack is trying to find out where Shellett's staying. He really shouldn't know because, you know, you wouldn't want to be alone in a room with that man. With Shellett. Just never know what Dick he's going to do. <laughs> Dick Shellett. Now I know his name's Dick. I just can't take him quite seriously. Anyway, then we see Leo and Abby. Now, Abby has run away from home. Yeah, obligatory pregnancy dungarees Obviously. to remind us that she's preggers. Yeah, and she and she really is very pregnant. So it's kind of slightly surprising then when she smiles and tells Leo that she's going to have the baby yeah. after all. Because he's been worried about imposing his views on her, but he clearly doesn't believe in abortion. Okay. And she's been So really he's been wanting her to it. have... Even though it's not his baby. Yeah, yeah, he and he's just a like nice guy. Just a lovely, lovely With man. his Nicholas Lindhurst fringe. <laughs> Everyone has compared him to Rodney. Bless Have him. They? Oh, bless him. He is a bit Isn't Rodney. that funny? He's completely Rodney. He totally is. Sometimes I just like call an, him another, that other advert. I can't even remember what it was for. Oh, po- was it the post office where Nicholas Lindhurst plays every member of the family? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, could, he could have played Leo and Polly oh, and Gerald. Oh, yeah. I love Leo. He gets a tough rap on this podcast, but he's clearly a lovely boy. Yeah, not altogether <laughs> unjustifiably. I mean, he's he bit, is. He's, he's a nice man. quite insipid stuff to say sometimes. Yeah. Yes, he's not helped but he necessarily. Has he's he's the... wet, isn't he? But he does have his motorbike, doesn't he? That yeah. He, Sometimes he swears, like literally out of nowhere. And everyone's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, Leo, chill Just out. drops the F-bomb. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's very happy that she's decided to have the baby. They're on a kind of midnight raid uh, to her mum and dad's house because her mum and dad don't know where she's gone. Oh, right. She's come back to clearly get some stuff, some money um, that's, that belongs to her. Something like not these, but like postal orders or something that she says are being kept for her by her parents. Okay. He explains she actually wants the money because she's going to go ahead and become a mother and, okay. uh, and he's delighted. Are they actually in a relationship by this stage or is no, he just hanging around? He's just devoted his entire life to her. Oh, and, God, Leo's here again. <laughs> and, he, and he's quitting his job to spend more time with his platonic friends. Isn't it all for them? What does it say? 
say yeah. about all of us, both as children and adults, I that know. the nice guy who yeah, hangs around and supports him. you, <laughs> you just take the piss out of him and go, bloody Leo, like a bad smell. Get but then back, what though. we will want is Ken with his... yeah. 18 women yeah or Charles with his yeah no, or Charles yeah it's, it's a doesn't damning speak well of us damning it? indictment of women generally. embarrassed for us <laughs> me too anyway <laughs> back to the uh, the horny men yeah now um, so Jan's on the phone to a taxi company it's the next morning Lynn is dishevelled in a bathrobe coming downstairs at the Howard oh, yeah Brothers. looking She's quite post-coital clearly done a walk of shame and probably yeah. stinks of fish eggs yeah <laughs> She's only just come in. Yeah. Hasn't, hasn't had a wash yet. And uh, Jan says she, she doesn't trust Lynn to drive her to the airport, even though Lynn insists she could, probably because she's still pissed from the night Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. Jan clearly has decided to travel in the cream because she's wearing She's it. wearing her cream, quite rightly. Yeah. And they have quite a nice relationship, actually, I'd say, Jan and Lynn, in this scene and they're quite so and actually I was quite pleased about that because it's such an easy option to have two female characters who are at each other's throats all the time which yeah. you get in dramas and stuff and actually it's really nice to have a mother and daughter relationship who are sort of quite smiley with each other and and warm and, and she borrows her earrings and, and stuff it's all yeah, quite yeah nice. it's quite it's quite a relief I think they've become closer since the whole the huge ruptures caused by Tom leaving the okay. family home oh right I think she was always very much a daddy's girl yes and so now they so maybe it's more just because they're kind that. of looking after each other yeah which is oh. kind of nice so Jan heads off to her taxi. Yeah. Uh, Lynn waves her off, all wistful. Uh, yeah. It does that thing which people do in TV dramas where you shut a door, turn around, lean on it and kind of go... Oh, yeah. <sighs> Obligatory. Yeah. So she does that. And then... I've often wondered about doing that in real life. There's been moments in my life... <laughs> Have you ever ...where somebody has left and I thought this would be one of those moments where... You could turn around and lean against the door and sigh deeply. I'm, I'm trying to think whether ever I have. Well, on. I'm going to from now on. <laughs> next time... <laughs> next time the... Takeaway man arrives. Yeah, that's a good idea. <sighs> Just before I head upstairs to eat the takeaway. Yeah, there's a lot of those kind of things in life where you think this is one of those drama moments. I think sometimes real life is spoiled for us a bit by those sort of drama soap opera moments. Yeah, I'm going to, next time I'm pissed off about something, I'm going to start to say it, then stop. And then when my husband says, what's wrong? Yeah. I'll go, oh, nothing. Nothing, darling. And he yeah. won't ask me what. Yeah, no, he won't. He'll okay. just go nothing. But just for the purposes of the audience to know that something's wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. These tropes We've watched a lot of telly in our lives, haven't we? All so of us. Much. And so it does affect you. I know it goes in. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, it changes my accent sometimes. I'm watching something set in Scotland. <laughs> and I'll kind of go away to talk to someone on the advert break. And I'm, I'm what, where's that come from? <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so Lynn is post-coital dirty stop out Jan's off to Cannes yeah uh, and then we see Leo going to see Ken who owns the garage that he has been yeah. working at although his direct boss is actually Boise from Only Fools and Horses so he really should talk to him well I heard you say that in a previous yeah. podcast but I had not remembered it and yeah, I no, must he's only in like two back scenes on it. I think okay. or something he gets a very it's a very small part just presumably wow. before he went on to the how long Marlene <laughs> <laughs> I went to see a panto with Marlene in it once it was brilliant wow it was in Eastbourne was it in, like January the fourth. <laughs> it was like January pissing rain oh. Oh, no, they there. were totally over we it. We were like, January. what will be the thing to do now? Like, we're, we've ended up in a seaside town in January. We've been driving around wondering God. what to do. We're like, let's stay in a hotel. So we stayed at a B&B on the seafront. There was a poster for the Snow White or something. Yeah, yeah. With, with Marlene doing her... And had they booked her the on her own? They hadn't just had... They hadn't yeah, said, no, you've got to bring Boise. So everyone knows who you are. Both of them. It's like one or the other. You can't wow. have both. And actually, it was... No, it's 
bloody brilliant. Oh, was As it? As pantos always are. They're like, you know, there's so many, well, you know, so many really talented out-of-work actors. Yeah. So, and Although often the out-of-work actors are not getting the parts because the <laughs> Lisa Marie What's-It's from Steps is getting them. Oh, I saw no, my friend yeah. in a play with her in it once and she was heavily pregnant and she was playing the Virgin Queen. <laughs> not the Virgin, it would have been the Virgin Princess or something. What, seriously? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Steps? And she had to be, yeah, Lisa, no. whatever her name was. And she had to be sort of hoisted. <laughs> She must have been like seven months pregnant. Even when they booked her, she was keeping keeping it on the down oh low. And we've all done it. So fair play to her for getting away with it. But by the time we saw it in January, it was really gone. showing the burn around that waist. Yeah. Anyway, so Leo is literally going to quit his... I mean, admittedly, it's not a great job. But he's going to quit his job at the garage to spend more time with yeah. his platonic pregnant friend. Oh, God. She's, um, I bet Abby's like, oh, no, Leo, just fine. You're fine. <laughs> Stick with the garage. She seems perfectly Just come happy. around at the end of the day and I bring me my I mean, pie. she's all alone. She's left home, living in a bedsit. She oh. probably appreciates the help. Anyway, I don't think she does. Ken tries to prod Leo a bit. He calls him son, doesn't he? He gets Le- right up yeah. in his face. He tries to, he goes into, again, like Ken, yeah. typical Ken, he goes in too hard with the whole chummy dad routine. Yeah. Uh, he shouldn't have done it. Leo, the shutters come down straight away. He gets very frosty. And then Ken says to Leo, it must be awful having a family falling apart. And Leo's kind of like very chilly and says, oh, you know, you'd know about that. Yeah. And goes, leaving him in no doubt that he's not his biggest fan. Yeah. Uh, but never mind, because that's the end of the dismal, cold Yeah, forget it. Tarot. Let's get to France. We're now going to... And we know we're about in massive letters, though clearly it was filmed in someone's back garden and the Isle of Wight. It is amazing. We have to We have to now talk about the short sequence of cuts that lead you from knowing you're in France, there's beaches, the sea, the sun. And you're thinking... Okay, we're in France. There's a swimming pool. People are having cocktails. There's a plage. And then, whoa, (laughs) two women are walking towards you with their knocks out completely topless <laughs> and four one, boobs walk towards I know, you like swinging like this way swinging boobs not even <laughs> just artfully behind something I think At, I whatever would have been like quarter past eight or that something that would have been my first boobs like I, that I'd seen on TV I wouldn't definitely. have seen anything else with boobs in like no way definitely yeah and I can't believe that French that wasn't boobs. a big talking point in everybody's house at the time <laughs> I know my dad would have been all over the place and Nick, when I was watching it with Nick early he said I can't believe I'm, I'm certain that if I'd watched this at the time I would have found a way to have recorded it and watched it back on my <laughs> yes, own exactly. Exactly. Later, Tits. as every we didn't have a video. teenage boy will have done. I don't yeah. think I did actually at that time, yeah, but he not, probably did. It was from Leeds. Um, uh, but the mu- the music as well that accompanied. I mean, I just couldn't very, believe it. It's very um, full boobs. I know that the boobs were absolutely eye popping, and nobody's but, batting an eyelid because it's France. Oh no, no, so it, they won't. It's literally that's what happens just in France. To show you how yeah, we're in France. They are with yeah. like oh, everyone's topless here. Yeah, like, literally, they're is, the only two topless yeah. people in this whole thing. But okay, fine, good. Those poor women who were hired for that. When they got the call from the agent. Yeah, we've got... There's a new thing on BBC One. It's going to be it's quite... big view. Yeah, 12 figures. mil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are going to see yeah. you, your oh, I view. should just mention. Yeah. But I guess, yeah. I think they were just local French women who were just quite happy to do that anyway. Do you think they were just... It was like the equivalent of Ben Zander's wives turning up to see Morton Harkett. <laughs> yeah. They I were just so. the, like the runner's yeah. wives or yeah, whatever. I think so. and just, yeah, no, just people they found on location. I'm sure of it. <laughs> no, the, uh, the music I love... Like Simon May loves mucking around with yeah, genre yeah. and stuff. And he just... He really Oh, it's really himself. fun, isn't it? Yeah. The and it is like... It's like when whenever Ab Fab used to go to France they'd come kind of oh, play they? holiday like, music da, 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 we're on the beach holiday da, da. music <laughs> yeah yeah I just absolutely adore it Claude so Claude Claude Dupont and Et Jan he's wearing the most 80s shirt you could possibly imagine <laughs> yeah. like the sort of wallpaper that people had next to their Ferrari poster with sort oh, of he just, he jagged lovely yeah they're sitting by the pool at a table uh, a waiter brings them exotic drinks with both fruit and straws oh in oh my god which you know looks like some kind of delicious punch yeah. and there's talk of 
the local boutiques, cocktail parties, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then he says, now, what was that? I think he says something about Jan being good at business, him being good at the creative side. And he said, if he, if anyone ever tried to talk to him about business, he says, uh, I am full asleep, poof, like that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which is the most, because he's a Scottish actor playing a French guy. Is he? We yeah, wondered if he was actually French. He was really good. I thought his accent was brilliant. He's but Scottish. The, the boff moment was really, really made buff? me laugh. Buff. That's the sort of thing they said in Trickle books, wasn't <laughs> yes. it, when you were at school, boff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. La, La Do you Rochelle. think pe- people in France actually did say that? Yeah, I expect so. Buff. But maybe maybe about as much as we say, cool, blimey, go. Yes, I guess it's the equivalent, I'm isn't it? Guessing. Yeah. Pour yeah, yeah, yeah. if you play buff. <laughs> <laughs> buff, it, it comes with a, shrug, a shrug. Buff. And a kind of finger clasp. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Buff. That's exactly right. So they've basically established the rules of their relationship. It's business. She's the mm. businesswoman, although she has no experience no. in there at all. God and knows he how. Is the artiste. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be amazing. And he tries to get her to say that she'll just come and work with him without Ken. And she says, can we just play it by ear? And he's like, mm, okay, okay, whatever, boof. Yes. Um, Look at those tits. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Catra tits. Behind you, Zara tits. You remember a lot of your uh, French GCSEs. But actually, you're just basically <laughs> not listening to any of that. So you're telling me that that's what they said, and I have no clue that that's what they said. Because no, all I was doing was checking in the background that there weren't more tits. Because <laughs> there also, were quite a lot of women in the background. I was thinking, is that the one? She got tits out. And I, I think there is someone with her back to you that... Could be topless. Yeah, definitely. It's just like you're in a cafe. I know. Like, just have a top on. So we leave them in cans, sipping their fruit punches. And then we briefly return to Lynn and Leah, who are screaming at each other and having a row. Yeah, and Lynn's wearing an Alice band. And then eventually they the row calms down. Obviously, Leo offers an olive branch, I think, because he always does. Yeah. He is basically a dove with a twig in its mouth. That's who Leo is. <laughs> and uh, and then he mentions that... I think Lynn was wanting to know where on earth he was because his, their mum's flown off to Canon. He should have been there to see oh, the yeah, files, that's I think. Right, yeah. And he says, in that kind of mysterious way that he likes to use... I'll probably be away most nights now. Yeah. I'm trying to help someone. Yeah. It's like, don't ask me about it because I can't really talk about it, but I'm just doing a lot of good work for charity. And uh, I'm just helping some fallen women who haven't really asked for my help, but I (laughs) will be sitting in her room staring dolefully at her. It's like, oh, please go away so I can put the telly on. (laughs) God's sake. I don't really believe in TV, Abby. Yeah, I know. Actually, I'm radio. She rues the day he fished her out of that yeah. water, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Jan is back in her hotel room. It's lavish, sort of gold and claret, opulent yeah. hotel room. Yeah. And, and she answers the phone and she goes, Oui, oui, oh, oui, je parle. <laughs> quite, she's quite good. I don't know what that means. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, yes, I'll, I'll yes, I'm speaking. Charges. Yeah, no, I'm speaking. <laughs> and she's back in the mushroom for evening. Yeah. So cream yeah. for day, mushroom for yeah. evening. And it's Ken finding out how she's going. You know what's coming, but oh, yeah, it's, still, it's delightful when it does happen. It does. And she says, my favourite Acorn Antiques line from this episode. Yeah. What yeah. is she saying <laughs> to Ken? She goes, oh, yes, it's very good. They certainly earn their four stars here. <laughs> it's like not five. Yeah, no, not four. four. Like it's the best compliment greedy. she can play. No, she's yeah. not staying. You know, she's not some kind. She's, she's not Joan Collins. She's not showing off. Yeah. No, she's yeah, gone exactly. for a four star establishment. <laughs> really love that line and then she hangs up the phone after a pleasant exchange with Ken assures him everything's going to plan yeah and obviously then there's a knock at the door oh my god and yeah no but he puts <laughs> he puts on a stupid voice outside the door madame our world room service yeah. and then it sort of sounds like someone from hello hello she opens the door yeah. she seems quite pleased to see him he's got a bottle of champagne she, she calls it shampoo later did shampoo, you notice that yes, she goes just a glass, just a quick of, glass shampoo. of shampoo <laughs> yeah I love that yeah. all the details yeah. um but her first reaction after seeing him the rose the disappointing rose and the bubbly is what about the chandlery 
<laughs> like it's going to burn down if you're not there in it watching who's going to sell the rope <laughs> <laughs> it's like well if they run out of rope in Tarrant that's it I mean everyone's lives are basically <laughs> over so then we cut away from them sadly don't worry we're going back to the hotel but we, we can't I should stay say we are long. well quite Lynn is sitting sadly on the stairs looking sad oh god she has to do a lot of sad pouting doesn't she she does this time now she's changed out of the outfit from the night before into a parachute silk jumpsuit yes it's another sort of curtain affair isn't it yeah there's a lot of material she does a lot of all in ones which of course are very back in now so actually a couple of her outfits I think she could I know would pass muster in Hoxton these days I don't know if you're you're into wearing all in ones I'm not I simply don't have the figure for it I am in theory I know I'd love to I've tried on a lot of all in ones I've ordered a lot of all in ones from ASOS or whatever you pronounce it and sent a lot back yeah. is the truth I get very frustrated I go into any shop now I've learned my lesson I'll go into any shop think that's a nice dress and then pull the side of the skirt and it becomes a trouser and I'm just like oh fuck it oh you know what I quite like uh, I'm into a trouser me. but it's the proportions are just slightly wrong in my sort of middle mm, bit I think mm. for... so she's sitting sadly on the stairs literally mm. with no apparent plans for the evening just <laughs> no just I'm doing some sitting and then Kate arrives her gran arrives yeah. and she explains to her that it's all gone to pot end of marriage family. equals end of family QED. QED. I love QED. I don't think that's a line that sits naturally in Lynn's mouth, is it? <laughs> Not really. It's written by, I think, a much older man. Yes, I think so. This is a kind this, this is definitely the kind of thing that twenty two year old women say. <laughs> yeah, they could have done a bit more um, QED. You speak. <laughs> yeah, lol. <laughs> There's them the bare facts in it. So that's that established, uh, just filling Kate in there. I'm not really sure why we see her do that, but anyway, she does. And then the phone rings and she answers it, Tarrant 87293. Oh, yes, I knew you'd have written down what that number Obviously. was. I wish that I had, yeah. I might, I might get that. 87293. <laughs> yeah, you could. That'd be a good one. And then uh, Kate, who originally said she was going to stay for a mug of cocoa, has now uh, graduated her order to a brandy and soda. So clearly has no problem with her own drinking, just yeah. Jack's. Yes, yeah, she then, just wants to criticise other people we've we've left the lovebirds in Cannes they've gone off and had dinner and they come come back back with a brilliant they've had a boozy night and Jan takes her shoes off she calls it a shampoo yeah and she takes her shoes then she sort of kneels up on the sofa doesn't she in a slightly pissed way yeah no I liked that I know it was adorable I actually came home barefoot the other night and I'm always taking my (laughs) shoes off the minute that I have any opportunity like you're really a Jan oh I'm so Jan yeah I think you could be Jan I could be further from Jan I'd love to be Jan no I think in the reboot you're Jan oh do you think I could be Oh, I definitely think you could be. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, I'll work on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, one glass of shampoo and then you must go. Then you must go. Then so you her, must she's go. She's very clear. Yeah. I may be pissed. Don't try yeah. luck. Yeah, they've had snails. She's a bit giddy, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she's, she's, she's they've had a They've had a hell of a night. Giggling like a girl. Yeah. And then Ken brandishes the bottle of champagne that he said they should put in the fridge for later because like, he's not going to buy two. No. He's <laughs> <laughs> not that rich. Uh, and says, I hope you noticed the label, a touch of the old James Bonds. I'm not sure what he meant by that, but was it like Dom Perignon or something? I like, don't know. I didn't understand that either. Too busy looking at the fact that his jumper matched the baby pink sofa, the velour of the sofa. <laughs> when in France, he's very good on a baby pink or baby lemon, isn't he? Oh yeah, his pastel sweaters are yeah. a thing of legend. Pastels, exactly the word. He's the only for. man who can really get away with. In, he in does the 80s, get away with anyway. it. Well, also those rather feminine colours and really still look quite yeah indeed. Well, yeah. a V-neck with nothing underneath is the ideal for me. Yes. even now mm-hmm. I encourage Nick and to actually, go for that le- look, and he doesn't. Nick, I can't see it. What with well, a medallion or without? Oh. I think without I think a medallion is a step too far but definitely an open v-neck I'm all for yeah, yeah the, I, more, I like the more buttons shirt, undone the better I'm an old fashioned girl yeah. no I think later on so Ken very much graduates in later series mm. from the polo next to the v-neck with nothing underneath yes so you've got that to look forward to yeah good anyway so his James Bond champagne uh, his pouring technique is a bit rusty. It takes him slightly too long to pour two glasses of champagne. Yeah. It's quite a lot to do. When you've only got a certain amount of dialogue, they're kind of filling a bit and chatting And they have about. to make it last, yeah. Yeah. 
And then, so Jan, clearly at some point, just fe- feeling like he's perhaps alone in this scene a bit and she needs to, you know, just fill the space. Yeah. While he's pouring and then taking a bit too long, she just goes, glug, glug. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of react, the react, best react. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the director in this scene said, you know, let's just keep this scene loose because you're supposed to be a bit drunk. So if there's any, you know, if any improvisations come to you. It's the kind of dumb thing you'd say if you're a bit nervous. You thought, actually, I quite fancy this guy. And I'm drunk. You'd go, oh, glug, glug. And then feel like a bit of a slight carried a watermelon. Totally, totally. And then, of course, as is the law in Howard's way, if you're focusing on any time on a bottle of champagne being poured and a glass being offered, you sip it and you go... Mm, lovely. Oh, do you? Mm, lovely. That's another lady against the door thing. We should because do champagne that champagne is yeah. lovely. Yeah. Mm, lovely. We'll have, we'll have a G&T after this. Yeah. And we'll, we'll practice. Mm, lovely. <laughs> against the door. And then Ken suddenly gets quite philosophical and starts <gasps> talking about the nature of sin and how religion did everyone oh, a favour yes, by making right. love a sin or something. And it all gets a little bit like, I don't yeah, think Ken like, would say that Could we just cut to the chase, either. please? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think he's trying to impress her. So it sort of is, it does yeah. work. It does work. She's... Yeah, she's he's all trying for it. to appear a man of you know yeah. thought and and, yeah. and sort of, uh, an idea. Yeah, and he kind of says something to the effect that he'd like to have it off with her, and yeah. she says, "I'm still married." Like yeah. that's got any bearing on the situation now? Yeah, you know, she's Come in on. her head. She couldn't give. Let's a shit, get around it. And then, yeah. did you write down the bit of dialogue? I bet you did because I on, did. No, you, no you, because you. no, but we should do it as a script because <laughs> oh, no. there were three lines. Did you write down the same thing? I've only got. Well, I've got. Well, he says to her that's yeah, like a big moment. You and do then that. Reply. Yeah, you do that then. Okay. So he says, <laughs> and what they actor. do is they don't look at each other. It's quite good, actually. They yes, don't, it is. They're both looking at the glass. And they can't quite look at each other. And he says... But it's suddenly like everything drops away and his, all his bravado just goes. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to expose yeah. my chest. Yeah. I'm going to open my shirt where my heart is. Yeah. And you can do with it what you will. It's yeah. a big moment. And he just says to her, you know I'm in love with you, don't you? And she says... And no, and no, he says, you know I'm in love with you, don't you? And don't pretend you don't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a bit of a... Ooh, yeah. And she says, I'm frightened, Ken. And <laughs> then he I says... Really liked. So am I, Jan. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the second so am I, yeah. having so much weight, it's almost unbearable. So am I. <laughs> and it's proper. it's a proper sort of squeal of a... I know because yeah. genuinely he does he just stops all the bullshit although it's a different kind of bullshit it's still it's, yeah. it's Ken being as, as, as genuine as he can yeah. be and he talks about how when he's being genuine it doesn't really sit very easily with him it makes and this bit vulnerable. really works. There's a bit later where he has to do something similar when they're at breakfast, and it doesn't. I don't think they quite get away oh, with it so her much. Hand or something. At yeah, yeah. The next day, but, but anyway, but they in have this a bit, I felt like it was really quite convincing. Oh no, it, it was yeah, lovely. it was. It was really sweet. And, and then he kisses her, and then what's what he does? He gets oh, a yes. hand and he kisses her on the inner palm of her hand, which is quite sexy. Yeah, it's very sexy. In a vulnerable <laughs> bit of the body, it's quite ticklish. You know, yeah. it is. It's, it's too hot for TV that scene, in my opinion. But anyway, she's clearly. This is quite an episode. So much for asking me to do this episode well I a lot of the others would have been a lot of rope pulling I, I, i'll be honest i saved i saved ken oh, for thank you, you because i know i know the strength of your feeling <laughs> now and then it, it, it yeah. still endures it so they kiss we leave them again damn yeah. we're always leaving at the most interesting moment yeah and they kiss much more convincingly than lynn and charles prayer for did a- absolutely. earlier you know there's a there's a lot Proper, of yeah. going on there yeah um, and then we cut back to the other two people in this love oh, rectangle. tedious old tom <laughs> I'm sorry, but in the contrast between Can and the baby pink velour sofa, then you cut back to Tom in his shoffice <laughs> with his grey short sleeve check shirt. Yeah. yeah. And he talks about, I suppose, it's kind of, it is sort of a mirror scene in that it's the, the other two lovers, yeah. but there's not a lot of yeah. hot and heavy going on here. No. And he's talking about how 
By that stage, you just like, come on, let's get back to camp, please. Yeah, can we? It's sunny yeah. there and there's all yeah. sexy times and stuff. Yeah. It's much more fun. He's kissed her on the palm. We don't need to be... <laughs> I mean, go back to Tarrant. We've had enough of that. Yeah. And he admits that perhaps he did rather like his meals being on the table when he came home. Yes. When Jan yeah, that's uh, right. and he were married. And, and Avril sort of clearly is trying to sound out if that's still the case now, because that's bloody well not what she feels like doing. Thank you very much. And I think he just says, you know, when you join the rat race, that's sort of what you think you should do. And it's, mm. he's, he's trying to to talk himself out of that old mindset because obviously I don't think that would go a modern woman who runs her own business isn't going to want to hear I'd like my dinner on the table do Tom and Jan ever go out together at all or is there ever any hint of that they have moments where there's the old romance kind of rekindles a little bit right. but I don't think I don't know. This is the brilliant no. thing because I'm watching it in order again. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't remember that they do. I mean, you'd be tempted, wouldn't you, as a writer to sort of save that for sort of series yeah, three that they'd to get back some, together. But tension. I don't yeah. think they did, actually. No, I think he well, pretty much... then poor old Morris wasn't... Well, he was in it till series five. Oh, was he? final was series, long? series oh, okay, six. Yeah. All right, okay. I sometimes on this... I get sort of pulled up on uh, on Twitter quite rightly because I think in some early episodes of this podcast I kept on saying five series of Howard's Way there are six but I think I'm just in denial about the sixth one because he's not there oh and it gosh it was only one sad. that he wasn't in yeah yeah no he was there right until almost the oh, end of series deal, five wasn't it, oh god it just, was like yeah. um, the only other one that I remember of that type was in Alfie's own pet when Wayne died hmm. Do you remember? Did you watch Alfie's Own Pet? It was I one of my absolute no, favourites. No, no. Oh, oh God, I loved it. That was my other... When you do your Alfie's Own Pet podcast... Oh, obviously, that's... I'll go on episode one. It's on the list. And Yeah, and one, and of course, they were sort of seven or eight. Uh, they were a real gang. Yeah. And the Cockney one, Wayne, who was the sort of Jack the Lad one, died in real life. Oh, my God. And, they had, really and there was shocking, quite a lot it? of... It's really shocking. They'd only shot half of the episodes, I think. There's quite a lot of shots where you sort of see somebody who's clearly just wearing a wig like his... Oh, the no. back of his head sort of in a scene and they've had to write him out. Oh, God, it's it was awful. Yeah, awful. Yeah, anyway. I think I think again because I, there weren't. I, I was lucky, you know, when I was a kid. Not many people I knew died. Well, no one really that I knew no, died. Me neither. Grandparents died. as if that was. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, so back then it was just I was yeah. fairly sheltered from it all. But people dying on TV really affected me because. I sort of didn't. That was yeah. the only place I really saw it going on. Yeah. Was, I was a great distance from it, but also it was kind of like, what? So he's not going to be in the TV show anymore. Yeah. I couldn't really understand it. It was no. quite shocking. Anyway, his name's in the title. I know. I know. Um, so um, there's a there's a little bit of to and fro between Avril and Tom, and then the scene just at the very end takes a turn for the romantic again. And I think they're going to go to Casper's, which is the place where you go if you really like. Someone. Whatever. They're well, not in Cannes, so we're not bothered about those two. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't care less. She's like, yeah. When, when can we see? I think I was looking at my watch. Can we see at that Ken bit. again? Yeah. Lucky for you, we're going back to Cannes. Yeah. Right now, although yes, this and is it's where the next morning, isn't Ken, it? It's slightly like the the champagne's worn off. Yeah. And Ken's ordering an English breakfast, and it's a bit weird rather than being repulsed by it. Yeah. Jan might be. She kind yeah. Of yes, we're not. Caught, I'm not so sure about Ken in this in this scene actually. And and I, he orders marmalade and marmalade d'anglaise or something, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, he wants English food. Please. Yeah, yes, I suppose that's what it's. I hadn't really clocked that actually. And she You're says, much "Oh, Ken, me. and I suppose <laughs> we're supposed to think like she does. Yeah, that he's a bit unsophisticated, and so actually, what she done? But they have a really weird thing. They're clearly supposed to have spent the night together, and then she's sitting at breakfast, and he comes down, and she goes, "Morning, Ken." Like, there's not really any hints that they've just got out of bed together. So, no, were we supposed bit... to assume that they had? I guess they. I think so because he makes that quip about eating a proper breakfast because this this morning he really needs. Oh it, yes, wabble, that's right. Wabble. Yeah, yeah. And then just before Claude comes to join them, yeah, they briefly hold hands over the teapot and make eyes that's at right. each other, and then Claude arrives, and and Claude's really badly miked. And yes. there's loads, you can hardly hear what he's saying. <laughs> and there's loads of sort of he clattering quiet, cutlery in the in the um, yeah. foreground. 
So Ken, uh, rather than sort of having a, an alpha male head-to-head with Claude, kind of slightly steps back and defers to him, I think because he knows he's the cat that got the cream and yeah. you know, he's just had what he always wanted, yes. which is Jan in bed in a sexy, probably mushroom-coloured negative. Yeah. And <laughs> um, so nothing can really dent his confidence no, this morning. this is the time of his life. So Claude goes on to, to tell Jan about their plans today. They're going out to some millionaire's yacht in the bay. They're going to this cocktail party, that cocktail party. He mentions the guy who owns the boat is... As rich as Onassis. I think he means Onassis. <laughs> oh, Onassis, yeah, yeah okay. Because yeah. that, was, that was the yeah. kind of paragon of wealth, yeah. you know. Yeah. Now I guess it would have been... I was about to say Donald Trump, but that's an awful comparison. No. But, you know, as Bill Gates. That was the, yeah, yeah, that's the rich person as Bill of Gates. your... Onassis. Oh, Bill Gates. <laughs> Back at Polly's ivy-coloured pile, yeah. um, she is uh, taking delivery of the post from the postman and she sees a letter for Abby from America yeah. so she automatically opens it she goes into full Mrs. Bennett doesn't she she does yeah and Gerald Mr. Bennett <laughs> totally yeah um, but before she conveys the contents of the letter we cut back to Lynn who hears the front door open and isn't expecting anyone and it's her dad who has come back to collect oh, yeah, his she rather sadly Daddy. to collect his stuff it's all a bit heartbreaking yeah and, uh, and Tom there's always watery wordplay in every episode of Howard's Way um, in this one they don't manage many boat puns but he does say that the tumultuous time where emotions were Turning and he was leaving Jan. A lot of things came to the surface, oh, and then she says, that as what? A boat pump, "Like pump. Avril Rolf." Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just having, I'm just imagining that Avril yeah. bobbing, bobbing to the out to the top of it. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of a strange image. <laughs> uh, but Lynn clearly can't forgive him for the affair. She no. certainly can't forgive Avril. Things have really swung because she was all yeah. for him, wasn't she? I know, no, a total episode. daddy's girl. Yeah. Um, and then there's a brilliant, again, another brilliant drama trope. They have a bit of a, a to and fro about Avril, and then uh, she's really angry with him and goes to go away and he grabs both of her arms and she yes. goes no no yeah. and then collapses into his arms it looks a little bit like they might snog in that scene as I well know. it's there's a bit a weird there's a little bit of slight heads her face tilted up yeah. his face tilted down it's a little bit, bit uncomfortable odd. yeah, yeah. I think, very yeah close. it's fine it's fine <laughs> they're, yeah. they're not really not supposed to think that yeah. yeah but yeah so there's there's a bit of classic um, soap fight hugging there yeah then, that's another one we can God, practice later oh we could try yeah. you, without the snog though yeah. <laughs> not that well, sort well, of girl p- paternal way yeah <laughs> you be the dad um, <laughs> anyway then okay. we go back to Cannes we go back to Cannes where Jan is getting a tan oh yeah <laughs> she, she's on Post-coital the balcony post on a sunbed yeah she's on the balcony she's clearly finished her business for the day or for the morning or for the afternoon yeah she's very tanned <laughs> and then he turns up doesn't he with his and what's he got he's got a present for he's Catherine. got a present for her what precious <gasps> gift has he brought her ah, strawberries <laughs> and actually it's really sweet isn't it because it's a reminder that strawberries were a big deal and actually it actually makes you a bit ashamed of how we just take them for granted now and just give them to our kids and chuck half of them away but strawberries were a big get wasted yeah and then, he, and then he's kind of i love how gawky and because he's like shown her everything and shown i mean mm. literally but kind of been very emotionally vulnerable with yeah her. He's kind of just making all these shit jokes and she's being yeah. very indulgent. And she says, oh, strawberries. And he says, really? That's funny. The guys said they were called fraises. Oh, something. yeah, fraises. And yeah, like, that's oh, right. Ken. Oh, Ken. oh, stop it. And then she says, I'm never going to get over this week. I must have put on pounds. <laughs> and she eats two strawberries. Yeah, I know. But then they end up in this, this little comic scene turns into quite an erotic moment. Yeah, they, they put their strawberries mouth well, to mouth. She, and she leads it because normally it's him trying to encourage I'm gonna be, her. I'm going to get personal behavior. now, Bas. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask if you've ever done strawberries mouth to mouth because I have. Is I, that another drama thing that I don't people think I have? Have I put 
a strawberry in my mouth? No, don't think so. I, now I'm saying out loud, I'm wondering if possibly like as a teenager when I was trying hard to try, do the sort of sexy telly, thing. Probably. I don't think it would be that sexy. No, but then she says, there, I've saved you the stalk. Oh yeah, I think she's supposed to have sort of bitten it off. Yeah, but then now she's got to eat it, has she? Or does she just pick it out? That's another thing that people used to do is with a cherry um, oh, yes. thing and you're supposed to put it in your mouth and tie a knot in it. Yeah. I used to be able to do that. Can I just remembered. Really? Well, I did I think I did work on it quite hard That's for quite a lot of months. Very impressive. I, I haven't tried it for a long time, but it's reminded me, oh, and now okay. I will remind well, myself. When it's can. the season for cherries, we'll, yeah, we'll give that one. Yes, as well. cherries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cherries. Yeah. Oh, the and then this is the bit when yeah. he says the bit that is a bit unsexy, <laughs> where he goes, "Do you know I love you so much? It almost hurts." And he <laughs> which, really doesn't deliver it in a very sexy way, which is disappointing because that first sexy scene was so good. But I think he's just being intensely vulnerable. I think it sort of works. He's Maybe lost it's deliberate. All yeah, I suppose you're right. To turn the charm on Jan, and now he's just like, yeah. "I really hope you like me. I like." you and like yeah. that is a really you don't say that when you've just shagged someone for the first time I love no, you so much it I know. Hurts. back off Ken he's just he can't help himself he's got a bit he's, Leo on her he, yeah he's properly <laughs> in love with her it's like it's, it's yeah. very affecting yeah anyway back at the yacht club um, your drinks Commodore <laughs> <laughs> yes it's a Commodore isn't yeah, it yeah your drinks Commodore There's, yeah it's just Commodores everywhere and you look at the um, but so Lynn is working at the yacht club and Charles hasn't called her and she's a bit cheesed off oh yeah and then in he comes clearly to have dinner with somebody well, else she's really going to play hard to get and really going to give him a hard time like over that lack of phone seconds. calls for, yeah I'm not sure it even goes on and that long and he gives long, her some yeah. bullshit about yeah. when actually I said I'd call you tomorrow but that was like first thing yesterday morning because yeah. actually technically you left at dawn and then she apologises she I goes oh, so, oh yeah I'm sorry I'd like immediately all. and then he says well should we meet for lunch and she goes I'm working but I'm prepared to swap with someone <laughs> <laughs> she, she couldn't play it hard yeah. to get if she tried. She's just absolutely rubbish at it. Yeah. So anyway, and then he says to her, no, is it, is it Charles that says to her, ferret me out a bottle of the Chablis oh, so as you're working? Ferret me out. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes off to have his important lunch with Viscount Cunningham. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, that's a pressing engagement. That um, sounds like a euphemism, doesn't it? I think Lynn and Ken, uh, Jan and Ken had a pressing engagement with Viscount Cunningham. <laughs> Don't put images <laughs> in my mind. With the freses. That's not, we can't dwell on that. Let's move on. Sorry. You're a very bad person. Sorry. <laughs> uh, back to Polly, who's pouring yet another gin and telling Gerald that she's opened her daughter's mail and that some American chap called Orin had yeah. some sort of fling with her when she was at, in Switzerland at finishing school. That's right. To which she responds, the mind positively boggles. Yeah. Like, how could anyone fancy yeah, an adult? I think Sam he actually says, what, did she, what could he possibly see in her? <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Because she hates her daughter and she's a bitch to her yeah. all the time. But yeah, the whole Mrs. Bennett thing kicks in. She mm. wants to matchmake her with this guy because clearly she's like, loaded. anybody, literally. Yeah. If someone wants take daughter, her off our hands. Take her. Yeah. And yes, she's found out that his family is loaded. Mm. If Polly had had Google, she'd be a dangerous woman in Indeed. Yes. But somehow she she's found out by asking on, on the grapevine, <gasps> does his family have money? And the yeah. answer is yes. Uh, so uh, because presumably there's a sniff of money in the air, she's engaged a private detective to try and find Abby. Um, we see Jack talking to his solicitor again and he's asked Kate to come over. So she gets the phone call at the stables mm. rather randomly. So oh, yes. someone called Jack's phone for you, Kate. So she yeah. just comes straight away. So he gets her to come and sit and listen to... Some exposition. What the, yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, he I need a character to talk to, so could you come over? But it's, but it's really weird. So he says, um, could you fill Kate in? She doesn't really need to know. You fill Kate in to sister. And then he says, I've just got to go upstairs and do something. He disappears for exposition's length yeah. of time. Yeah. And then he comes back uh, just to sort of, you know, get a bit angry about the whole situation. I'd be, he comes back just in time to say, I'd be bankrupt. And Kate replies, it was also finished Tom. Drum roll yes. credits. Because we don't really so care about Jack's, just Tom. Yeah, Jack's wearing exactly. that fisherman's jersey like 
the fisherman wears in Topsy I and Tim love, go to the seaside. I've got a thing about a man in a seaside. Yeah, jumper. I agree, actually. I don't know what it is. That sort of high crew neck. And the... We've talked a lot about mm. sexy men this episode. <laughs> well, they had to, to be fair to us, they've this episode positioned heavily... them in our yeah. faces, haven't they? There's, basically? there's an awful lot. They've of... dangled them in our faces like the four boobs on the beach. <laughs> they really have. Yeah. There was something for the dads and then yeah. plenty for the mums. There really was, and it's no wonder they got 12 million. I know. This is we like should a... try it now. Serious lies. Everyone's been saying this on Twitter. I'm telling you, the, the, the clamour is growing, <gasps> Jake Ways. What, to bring it back? Yeah. Because the times we're in now, I mean, they're not so very different there's a cold war looming again you could definitely do a one-off i reckon of what happened so. to oh my god it would be incredible yeah how can we who can we get that to who could write it me please okay so Catherine's yeah. gonna write it you might also play jan that's oh yeah that's, that's true yeah okay yeah. that's that, fine i mean so tom price a former podcast no, but jan guest, could play jan he's gonna well i want jan to play jan but i could don't you think it should be where they are now okay yeah fair enough all right then so who are you going to be then? Uh, oh, I don't know. What? Well, who had a baby that could have grown up? Maybe I'm Abby's baby. What did she have a girl? <laughs> Sorry, no boys. Maybe you uh, have a sex change. Oh you yes, the trans character. <laughs> I'll do her. Hey, Julie Hesmanolch, whatever her name is. <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be brilliant. I'm fear okay. I'm a bit old, but I don't <laughs> no, care. No, 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 we'll fudge it. Yeah, you're playing age. Most way spotlight though, age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love actors. Anyway, so we have come to the end of episode 11 of series one of Howard's Way. I'm, I don't think I need to ask you this, but have you enjoyed revisiting Howard's Way? I really did. Back to Tarrant. I did. And like I say, I was a bit nervous that I wasn't going to like mm. it as much as I remember. But it's, it is better than you remember because there was such a lot of piss taken out of it. Yeah. By all of us. And some of it's justified. I'm not going to pretend oh, some of it it's... dated, absolutely. Yeah, it has dated and the bits in it that aren't great. And it has been mocked a lot on a kind of takes oh, and stuff since yes. but it's yeah. there's bits of it that are really good it flies along as well doesn't it you're just yeah, kind of loads of fun through the plot yeah it really yeah, yeah, is yeah. so yes so thank you very I much i have loved for forcing especially me to do it. i've loved watching your cheeks go pink because we've been talking about ken masters it's been very funny i think they're still a bit pink same they're color be, as your jumper yeah they're gonna stay now, pink um, it's become traditional for my guests on the podcast <laughs> to sing us out with their own version of the theme oh, tune okay. do you do you fancy having a crack i will have a crack <laughs> for you <laughs> julia I will do it. I but love I apologise so in advance for my <laughs> musicality. But yes, I, I, think, I bet you'd be really good if you oh, try. Yeah. I, bet I really will. Yeah. All that remains for me to say is I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Come and find us on Twitter. Um, uh, tell us what you think. We're at Always There Pod. And there's a website and stuff you can find there too. And we're on Facebook. We're everywhere, basically. But uh, thank you so much for listening. And Catherine Jakeways, thank you for being always there. Thank you. Watching for boobs get tanned Ken's got a master plan Tom's down the pad Charles free as a businessman With a short attention span I'm a fan of the Howard clan And seeing Ken Wujan in catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 